I believe that love is all around us. Love is everything and everywhere. I am love. You are love. We are all love. In our divinity, in our soul, in the truest and simplest form of our being, we are pure, unconditional love. Love is the answer to everything. Every week in this podcast, we're talking to incredible and beautiful people who will be sharing their insights and perspectives to help you find more peace, to help you come from a place of love more often, to help encourage you to be kinder to yourself and others, to help you create more happiness in your life, to help you feel more oneness with others, and to help you connect to your higher self. My name is Justin Court. Together, we will help shift the collective consciousness of the planet to be more loving, kind, peaceful, happy, empathetic, understanding, and accepting. This can only be achieved together. It starts with each and every one of us. We are one, and it's time we start acting that way. I am so, so grateful that you're here. I love you, I support you, and I'm here for you. Let's together create more love in this world. Let's do this. Today's guest is the kindness coach, John McGee. He's got such amazing energy, and he's so passionate about his life's mission of spreading kindness, and I can't wait for you to be a part of our conversation. He's a motivational speaker, NLP master practitioner trainer, best-selling author, and the UK kindness ambassador for schools. John is someone I look up to, and I couldn't be more humbled and grateful to have him on as a guest. During this episode, we talk about the importance and power of kindness, how John is changing the world, and his self-care morning routine, which is instrumental in how he approaches the day with such a kind and loving heart. Please welcome John McGee. My new friend, someone I, I definitely look up to, thank you so much for being here, John McGee. I, I appreciate you so much. You are more than welcome, brother. It is an absolute honor and a privilege to be service of service to you and all your amazing movements of people. Thank you. Uh, John is an amazing person. He literally dedicated his life to pushing out kindness. John McGee is the kindness coach. He's also the UK kindness ambassador for schools out there uh, speaking and just really making a difference uh, and impacting the world in such a positive, beautiful way. And John, just the first question, man, I, I see someone like you. I mentioned this to you. You're someone I look up to uh, going out there and really making this impact in the world, something that I, I want to continue to do more and more. So how did you find yourself on this path? How did you get here? How did you become the kindness coach? It was, um, it was just very organic, really, brother. Very mm. organic. It was, um, it's, even now I still look back, I call it connecting the dots. So it's like this dot that's connecting between you and I. Um, without a shadow of a doubt, I know how this is going to, you know, 
um, catapult and spread into so many different areas around the world with the work we do. And that's the same when I look back. Um, I mean, it wasn't always um, um, where I'm at now, you know, when I was younger, it was very, I had a very colourful background. But yeah, I think it, the, the journey uh, began about 2008. It was in the crash of the credit crunch. So if you remember the credit crunch, yeah. Um, and, you know, I'd worked extremely hard um, to get to that point in my life. You know, I'd, I'd already achieved my lifetime goal, which was to be a father. You know, I'd always, my goal was never money or the big house, even though I did, I got the, had the house, I got the car, the money in the bank, you know, working, did a good job, worked my way up the, you know, the ladder, so to speak. But my goal was always to be a good dad because, you know, not having a father in my life had a massive impact in my life as a kid. And, um, you know, some 30 years later, I, I got the opportunity when my dad got clean off alcohol and uh, I forgave him, you know, for not being there when we were kids. And it was, it was a really big learning process, really. But um, mm. so I achieved that goal and then I lost it all. <laughs> I, I, I lost my business. I was fighting bankruptcy. My marriage broke down. <laughs> you could say I was in the trenches, dude. <laughs> and I was like, I think it's that. I said this when I'm out speaking to like young teenagers and young youths who sort of lost their way and their self-belief. And I, I share a quote by um, Thomas Fuller, which is, you know, the darkest hour is just before dawn. And I was there, man. I was in that very dark place. And, you know, the hardest thing for me as a, as a father was telling my children that dad was not going to be there anymore because that's all I ever wanted to be was a good dad. And, and I'm happy to say that I am still a good dad and I've, I've always put my children first. My children have grown now. They love me to bits. They're proud of who I am, the work I do. You know, mm-hmm. they used to always take, make fun out of me at the dinner table saying, oh, you're going to write a book. What kindness. <laughs> and then, you know, when I was on the TV, on the BBC, they was going, oh, that's my dad. Can I have a snap? Can I have a Snapchat? And it was like, so funny. Um, so that's when the awakening happened, 2008. So what were you doing before 2008 leading up to there? So before that, um, I was actually, I'd gone into business with um, an England footballer by the name of David Dunn. And my former, uh, one of my former bosses, who was a managing director of a big plumbing company and bathroom company, and he'd sold the company for 30 million. And he'd come out with some, quite a lot of money. And then he come head on to me. He said, look, I'm going to set up these bathroom companies. I want you to come and work with me. And I was like, I was just like, I was like spellbound. I was like, wow. So um, he was like, look, you get your footballer friends to get involved. He's got all these footballers that play in the English Premier League. You know, I've got my knowledge. I'm coming up to retirement. I've got all the, you know, the contacts in China to import the product. You know, you've done extremely well. You're very well respected in the, in the, in the sales of plumbing. People like to be around you. You know, they like to do business with you. And I was like, okay. You know, um, but my ex, my ex-wife didn't want me to set up the business, but I wouldn't listen to it. I was like, babe, babe, listen, babe, <laughs> I think we can pay for the children's university. There'll be no debt. I'll pay off the house. And she's like, no, John, you know, we've worked so hard to do this anyway. Um, I'd never asked my father for any advice because obviously he wasn't there as a child. But I remember phoning him up one night just saying, look, father, I've got this great opportunity and I just don't feel this is the end of my my road in life. I'm early thirties. I just feel like I've got more drive, more energy. And my, my late father said, look, John, 
He says, if you don't do it, you'll regret it. Mm. He said, I'm not telling you to do it. He said, but you don't want to get to my age and have regrets. He said, so if you do it, it doesn't work out. What have you got to lose? And I'd never asked my father for any advice. And that, that was the decision. You know, I didn't tell my wife at the time that, but I'm, I thought, no, I can do this. And I'll work diligently. I'll work hard for my wife and my kids and I'll give it 100%. And, you know, the only thing in that business plan was there was no global recession, which apart from that, it would have been successful. We was, mm -hmm. it was financially successful. We had lots of business, lots of work. But when the global crash came in 2008 and the credit crunch, it was a global thing. It wasn't just a local thing. So it wasn't right. just me. We all lost everything. Right. And then, so I'm just really trying to understand too, in that just really, really, I guess, dark down time for you, was it being so low that created this movement in you and created this kindness coach in you? Um, what happened was, was a, a sequence of events, which will be going in my autobiography, which is coming out next year. But boom, cheeky plug. Yes, nice. <laughs> uh, no, it's going to be, a, it will, it's my intention. It will be a New York Times international bestseller. I know it will. I can yes. see it. I've already, I've visualized it, brother. I've been, uh -huh. What I visualize, I materialize it. So it's already on its way, man. It's coming. So I've just got to get up each day. It's on its way. Yes. Um, no, it was, you know, same again, when we talk about synchronicity, we talk about, you know, serendipity, all these connections. Um, that's what happened to me. I, I bumped into a lady. Um, I'd lost everything. I couldn't get back into my work. And a friend of mine just offered me a job, like a sales rep job, selling photocopiers. I didn't want to do the job. I really didn't want to do the job, but I didn't want to lose the mortgage on the house. So I'd said to my ex-wife, look, you can have the house. I'll pay for the mortgage. You and the kids stay there. Don't worry about me as long as you were okay. So I left him in the house and I did this job. And then lots of just uh, synch synchronicity happened at that time. Um, I went for some acupuncture and this lady was doing my acupuncture and she was in this room and she just started like, <laughs> she like started asking me about my past and some of the problems I had. And she was like, have you ever took drugs? I said, well, when I was younger, I'd, I'd used quite a lot of drugs. Yeah. I said, but I've, I've used every drug apart from heroin. And she said, oh, that's good. I said, no, but I've took every other drug. <laughs> She's like, what, what quantities? And I was like, how long is this, this consultation for? <laughs> so she was like, wow. So I told her how much, you know, from a very early age, you know, hanging around in gangs and crime and drug dealing and loads of crazy stuff when I was younger because I grew up in a very tough community in the UK. And um, she was like, Wow. She, and then she was talking to me like this, Justin, and then she turned, she turned behind and she went like this. Oh, yeah, no, I know, I'll, I'll, I'll tell him now. And I was like, there was no one in the room, just me and this lady in this white room. And she said, they said you've been saved for a reason. And I went, I looked around the room and I went, me, I went, who said we've been, she says, that's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. And I was like, that's an interesting consultation. Well, <laughs> yeah. didn't really expect that yeah so I had my acupuncture and I walked out feeling a little bit disjointed thinking that well that was very interesting Anne-Marie James just said something very interesting who were they so then I got in the car it was an October dark night the winter the clock, clocks had gone back I just started crying started crying in the car my life flashed before my eyes I started seeing all the times that I could have maybe overdosed from drugs you know I've nearly been stabbed I've nearly been shot I put myself in some really 
I've shook hands with the devil basically when I was younger. I had no fear. And then it just like my life flashed before my eyes and I just broke down in the car and I thought my marriage is brought down. I'm fighting bankruptcy. I'm doing a job that I don't want to do so I can put bread on the table for my family. I just started crying my eyes out and I just shouted out to the heavens in this car, what do you want from me? And it happened. <laughs> wow. That it happened, dude. That's wild. It's so, so many people I, I've been talking to it's a very, it's like a similar ish story where it's their darkest time where they're really struggling, where things are just not working out for them, where they, they go to almost rock bottom. And then that is where they launch off from in order to bring them to this place of peace and love and accepting uh, of each other. And it's, it's a really beautiful thing because it really just shows you just everyone out there listening right now, if you're in just a, a terribly dark time, me and John have so much love for you. And John, thank you for sharing your story and being vulnerable and open because that is what we need more of. And anyone listening, that is such a great example that John just shared of how when you can be so low, it's not the end of the road. It, it, it's not the end of your life, right? Like it can always go up from there. And that story right there just shows what is possible after you go to that low breaking point. Because John, where you are right now and what you're doing and the lives that you're changing and the impact you're making on this world is remarkable. So it's like, uh, and I, I always, I really, I talk about this a lot too, where it's like those quote unquote really bad times of our lives. When we can look back on those so many times, those things were blessings. And those are things that we can you know, now be grateful for because it took us to this place that we would have never gotten to without that situation happening. So I just have so much love for you. I appreciate you sharing that. And it's just, it's really encouraging to hear stories like that for myself and for everybody listening to know that even when you are down, 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 it can always get much better from yeah, that. That's, you know, you just said something really interesting there, Emma. You know, in my morning practice, in my daily practice, um, you know, one of the big things is gratitude it's in my day it's in my daily it's my daily makeup you know whether i'm doing yes. it cognitively silently or when something happens but i i you know over over the last few years i've been practicing a lot of gravity uh, gratitude when i'm faced with adversity because what i what i'm beginning to understand and get a deeper understanding of within me within my inner happiness and my inner peace is is you know it's okay to be grateful when things are going good yeah, be, be real, always be grateful for your blessings. You know, blessed that we've having this conversation. We've got the internet, we've got electricity. I'm grateful we've got fresh water. I'm drinking a nice cup of coffee out of my kindness matters mode, you know. So we can all be grateful for them blessings that sometimes we take for granted. But I think when we get that deeper understanding of being grateful for our setbacks and when we get kicked off that ladder, that's when we grow. That's when we grow. That's when we, but the more it hurts, the more we are growing. You know, we've all heard yes. this thing, you know, you go through what you grow through, mm -hmm. you know, or you grow through what you go through. And, mm -hmm. and, and I think that's the, you know, it's so important that to, to be grateful for adversity mm -hmm. because we learn so much. I've learned more from my failures than any success. Yes. I've learned so much from my dark times. And I'm still learning so much from my dark times, you know, when I do that inner work and I work, do look at them, that shadow work, you know, and 
I learned so much about myself and, and I'm grateful for that because it's it's that 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 motivates me, you know, this this vessel, this John McGee, this mm-hmm. this vessel that will just wants to be of service. Yes. Right. It's it's wild when we can change our perspective, just like that little switch of perspective in those moments to find gratitude in our failures and in our really tough times because like, you know, you might not necessarily be grateful for this exact thing happening, but you can be grateful for how it helped you grow, like you just said, and how it helped you learn more. And I think in in life, that's, it's crucial for all of us. We all just want to learn and we all want to grow to get to our highest self and to where we want to be. And it is adversity. It is those tough times that will really get us to those places. So when you can look at it that way, it's like, okay, cool. Yeah, you know, this might suck right now. And this is it's pretty tough. But I know that good is going to come from this. And when we can change our perspective on something like that, it is literally a paradigm shift of our reality because it creates good where there was awful, bad, and, and terribleness. Mm-hmm. Well, I love that you practice gratitude every day. That is, I do the same thing. Amazing that we connect on that. That's good, man. Yeah. (laughs) Gratitude is one of those things too. Gratitude just completely changes your entire life. You could be in one situation and you can only be seeing the negative and you're, you're down, you're low vibrational, life sucks, it's bad at that time. Or in that same situation, you, instead of focusing on all the negative, you can just breathe pause for a second and put your attention on the good things that are happening in your life and the positive things that you can be grateful for. And that is the power of life. When you're able to change this bad situation into something good, to me, that's like everything because the thing I feel like that hurts us the most as humans on this planet are our, literally are our tough times or the times that we're down or the times that we see something in a negative, bad light. So when we can switch that and find the and find the positive in it. It's a beautiful thing. And I'm a huge fan that the gratitude is always there. It's there. It's just depending on what we're focusing on. And you know, the negative things can be so overwhelming that's completely taking up our consciousness. But again, if we can just step back from that, breathe, really just breathe and pause and put our attention on anything positive. Like you just said, the fact that you have coffee, the fact you have clean water, that you have internet, that we can have this conversation, the gratitude positive things, they are there in every moment of our life, but it is up to us to put our focus on them and to be aware of them. So with that practice, John, I I was going to ask you this anyway, someone with your mindset, pushing out so much love and kindness, what are some of the other things that you do as like a daily practice uh, that help put yourself in that sort of a mindset? Yeah, well, my good friend, uh, Hal Elrod, who's based in the States, who endorsed my book, that he's, Hal wrote a book called The Miracle Morning, and uh, he endorsed my book, uh, Kindness Matters. And I was looking forward to speaking with Hal at some point, you know, getting over to the States, but with everything that's been going on with COVID. Um, his book had a big impact on me, uh, maybe eight, nine years ago, when I was just getting ready to uh, write the book. It, it came, the book came from writing a lesson plan for children in schools to help them understand that the, they are beautiful, kind human beings. It's just all learned behavior. And we all get lost sometimes. It's the most difficult wow. time in anybody's life being a teenager, you know, when you've got all the hormones kicking off and the mm-hmm. testosterone and estrogen. And um, so, I, you know, I read, I read Hal's book and that along with a, a lot of other books, you know, like The Late Great, my mentor, Dr. Wayne Dyer, you know, change it, you know, change your thoughts, wow. change your life. Change your, amazing. That book, man, he's just like, 
you know, when my father died, that book come at the right time. I was just about to go to Brazil. Um, and that book just came at the right time, man. And, you know, you know, just Wayne just come through to me. And I just feel he comes through to me now in spirit. I just really do, man. I just feel his energy, man, even in, you know, his legacy and everything that he did for us all as human beings. He's him and Louise Hay. Louise Hay, the late great. I miss Louise so much. She's such a beautiful, kind human being. Um, so yeah, it's you know, it's 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 just oh, it's just beautiful, man. It's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, Wayne is wow. Somebody I only discovered a few years ago, and that exact book changed your thoughts, changed your life, literally changed my life. Unreal. Same here. Man, Amazing, John. I love how we talked about this, I think, before we hopped on, uh, how just the beauty of the universe and how plentiful it is and uh, how things just kind of line up that way. And it's like, right, when you needed that book in your life, it showed up in your life. Yeah. And it was something, yeah. you know, that came in at the right time. And he says it, didn't he? You know, God love him. He says, you know, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. I mean, come on, man. How's that for a paradigm shift, dude? That's like, exactly. that's meat. That's like solid. That's like, argh. that's like, exactly. that's like, you know, and, and that's that thing, isn't it? Like we were just talking about there. Um, I think it's an NLP presupposition, which is energy flows where attention goes. And I think that's one of the beautiful things is, is if you know that you're focusing on, um, should we say negative stuff per se, that's making you feel uncomfortable. I mean, Wayne says it in, you know, change your thoughts, change your life. He says, just say to yourself, John, change your thoughts and watch your life change. How simple mm-hmm. is that? You say that to yourself, you know, yeah. whatever your name is, just say your name and say, you know, if I change my thoughts, my life will change. And it's really, it's, it's, it's too simple because we are the only <laughs> thinker in our, thinkers in our mind. And, right. and and this is what I love to speak about. And I love to tell so many funny stories when I'm out speaking. He's like, you know, we can be our own worst enemy, man. He's like, you yeah. know, happiness is an inside job. Simple as that. But when you can take control of your thoughts, the next layer, which is for me from gratitude, is affirmations. So I'm a massive fan of affirmations. So one of the first thing I teach children in school about self-love and self-kindness and putting that time to one side to work on yourself. It's what I call filling your happy tank. So I've started this book of mine, this children's book and this parents book, which is coming out this September, is about how do we fill our happy tank? So I've come up with six layers. One is reflection time. Two is kindness. Three is affirmations. Four is gratitude. Five is happy tapping, which is based on EFT, emotional freedom technique. And six is the breath. So teaching children from a very early age to put that time to one side to fill the, what the, mat- the metaphor I'm using is that we are a tank of water. And when we can fill that tank every morning, as little as 12 minutes sets you up for the day. Once that tank's full, you can go out and be of service because you cannot pour from an empty tank. You've got to mm-hmm. fill your tank, man. Got to fill it in the morning, dude. And the kids wow. are getting it. You know, the kids are getting it. So I fill my tank. I'm quite greedy. I'm on a new routine at the moment. I'm up at 4.30 and I'm having like three hours to myself, dude. <laughs> I'm on the beach. I'm out the door. I'm walking. Wow. I'm listening to a quick podcast, you know, or a quick, you know, audio book. I'm back mm-hmm. home. I've got 20 minutes silence, 20 minutes, you know, yoga, meditation, affirmations, you know, journaling, my gym run journal, you know, my breath work. And, and this is, 
in my opinion, it's the greatest relationship in the in the world. I'm not saying that the relationship with God or your higher power is not important. I'm on about for me. I believe the greatest relationship we have is with ourselves. And when we can love ourselves, you know, that little John or that little Justin, when we mm -hmm. can get in there and let that little John say, you know, man, I'm always here for you, man. I love you so much. You know, it's all the old hoponopono. You know, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I love you. Whatever memories are coming up inside of me now, I love you. Thank you for sharing these memories. And just being really grateful for, you know, because it's that zero point, which is love, is just loving and accepting whatever's coming up in that moment because it's all it's all beautiful. It's all okay. If it feels uncomfortable, work with it, learn with it, work with the floor, man. You know, yeah. work with it. Oh my gosh. So so good. That morning routine is incredible. I feel like, and that, because I do not the exact same thing, but something very similar where I try to be very intentional with my morning to set myself up for the rest of the day. Because like you're doing with the kids, which is amazing. We're filling our own tank, right? We're having these words of affirmation. We are meditating, doing yoga, going on a run, having that time in the morning where you can be at peace before you jump into the craziness of the day. That is something I was not aware of. Didn't do that for the majority of my life. Just started doing it a couple years ago. And it's it's literally life-changing. And on the mornings where if I wake up late for whatever reason or I have to do something earlier and I don't give myself the time to do those things, I can feel such a difference in the whole rest of the day because I haven't set myself up for success and for gratitude and for feeling good. So that's just great that you share that because um, that's the thing. Someone with your state of mind and your and your energy is so good uh, and just your outlook on life. It's like it's things like that, doing those things, spending time with ourselves to nurture ourselves and for self-love and for self-care is a massive reason of why people like you are able to have that outlook on life and, and be able to have that mindset more often than not. Yeah, it's um, really important. So, you know, it's the, yeah. you know, I'll stand by you. And, you know, I, I love, sh I've been sharing it with so many like head teachers in schools. And I did a, I did a good presentation during lockdown to, um, it's so funny, this presentation. Um, so I met this, this head teacher off Twitter called Kirsty Stubbs. She's the tattooed head teacher. She's lovely. And she says, could, could you, could I book you for a day? And I said, well, we'll sort something out. So we did this, we did this super learning day, kindness matters, super learning day for all of his staff and, and it was all via zoom so it was all remote and i said i have a few questions and she says what is that i said i want all your staff in their pajamas in their pjs and she's like this is fantastic so i had them all in the pajamas i wanted them to feel like kids because they've got so much pressure being teachers i said that's rule number one i said number two i said i want them all working from home or whatever you know just to just be themselves they don't have to do their uh, or they can come and get dressed it's totally up to them so we did this presentation and i set them all up i said right what I want you to do, go away in your Zoom rooms and I want you to come back and tell me um, what is the most important relationship to you. So they all come back, my husband, my wife, my dog, my cat, my guinea pig, my kids. And out of nearly 100 staff, only two said what? Wow. They only said themselves. two said themselves. And I was like, yep. right. I rolled my sleeves up and I said, right, guys, this is why we end up in crisis. This is why we have burnout. This is why we have breakdowns. This is why we have, you know, critical self-talk. 
because it's the old oxygen mask on the plane. We've took our mask off and we're trying to put everybody else's mask off. And then we're going, mm-hmm. when we've, you know, we don't know, we know the, we know the metaphor. We have to put our mask on first, but why do we know these things, but we don't do these things. And right. when, you know, we, we need to put that time to one side for ourselves. And then the magic happens. If I had a pound coin for how many people ask me when I'm out speaking, say, John, where do you get all your energy from? And I say, if I tell you, you won't believe me. And they go, no, please. I said, I've stopped telling people. Oh, you've got to tell me. You can't do that now. I said, okay. And this is the bit now. Are you ready? And they go, go on. I said, I get up at 4 a.m. in the morning. You what? I said, I get up at 4 a.m. What? And I spend three hours on myself. Or maybe sometimes I'll have a lie until five. What? Oh, the two hours on myself every day. I said at night time, I'll work on my reflection time. I'll go back up. I'll play my day back at night. Mm-hmm. I'll play it back and I'll pause on events and what could I have done differently? And they're like, oh, no, no, I like my sleep. And I said, that's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Everybody likes to sleep, but that is a self-fulfilling. Right. And you've got to be careful. I talked to them about the English language, right? The reason the English language, when you sit in a class, even in America, and you learn your spellings, spellings are spells when yep. you speak language be very mm-hmm. careful what you cast what spells so when we say it is my intention to war betide that universe is listening all the time she listens yep. man up so be careful what you wish for because you shall get what you ask for whether you like it or not <laughs> so true and it's like when, when we say certain things, it's like, well, I like my sleep and I need to sleep into the certain time. Well, that's literally the spell you're casting on yourself. So right there, you're like, okay, well, I have to sleep until seven o'clock and there's nothing I can do about it. That's just, that is what it is. And it's like, that's not, that's not what it is at all. We create these literal spells. We create these barriers on ourselves that if we didn't and we were just more open or we say, you know what? I'm someone who wakes up at five o'clock every morning. And maybe it doesn't happen right away, but if we, I think if we talk to ourselves and teach ourselves and allow that to become ourselves, we can do anything. It's such a good thing. We, we really always create these boxes for ourselves. And based off on our past experiences, we will judge ourselves and, things that, and think that we can't do certain things, but that's not true. We are infinite beings. We can do anything. You just have to believe it and tell yourself that you can, and then you can. It is. Wow. It's, it's, it's really that simple. It's, it's honestly, really. it's, it's that simple. And, you know, it's the old, you know, thoughts become things, you know, we have the power when we can get what's known in Zen Buddhism to the still point, which is we get to that silent point. You can literally ask for anything and it shall be put on a plate. Once yeah. you can get that stillness inside yourself, uh, you can choose your thoughts and all you have to do, the spark that ignites the thoughts, which manifests it, is the belief. There's not one speck of doubt. Yep. It's the belief, you know, I think it was Jesus. Jesus, you know, said, didn't he, you know, ask and it shall be given, you know, uh, seek and ye shall find, knock and the door will be opened. Yep. Basically, that's your thoughts, you know, in the mustard seed of faith becomes the biggest tree you know so it's that that is a thought and in all that all that seed needs is the right conditions so it's like you and i collaborating now and sharing this energy together Mm -hmm. we're actually all our thoughts are like seeds 
and they're just getting watered and nourished. And then they grow and they sprout. And it's the same thing. Thoughts become things. So choose the good ones. <laughs> exactly. And honestly, in, in uh, Dr. Windyer's book, it was so powerful for me to realize that I actually can change my thoughts. Right. Because honestly, before listening to that book uh, on Audible, I that wasn't brought into my awareness. I never even thought about that. I'm like, my thoughts are just my thoughts. There's not really much I can do about it. So just even that perspective shift of understanding that we can change our thoughts and then in changing our thoughts, like you just said, too, will change our reality and change everything around us. That is just it's it's so powerful. So anyone who needs to hear that, who maybe isn't aware yet that you have the ability to change your thoughts, to choose differently, to choose happiness, to choose good, that will then reflect in your life. And that is what your reality will become. You are that powerful. Don't doubt yourself. Don't judge yourself. Know that you are. And in that knowing and in that belief, that's what becomes the truth. Yeah. And that's how it manifests. And then that's how it really will uh, come into your life. Yeah. John, I know you, you touched on a little bit about your morning routine. I know you mentioned the beach, uh, meditation. I know at night you, you, know, you reflect back on the day. Can you give us what your morning routine is and what your nighttime routine looks like as well? It's just gone for a shift at the moment, actually, but I can give you I can give you a general one at the moment. Yeah. Um, so my normal routine uh, before this, I've just done a new shift this week, would be five o'clock. So I'm up at 5 a.m. Uh, relaxation is very important. So what do I mean by relaxation? So I will tend to get up, use a bathroom, get a glass of water, put on a cup of nice English tea, Yorkshire tea, and then I go back to bed, but I don't go back to sleep. I just relax. I listen to the birds and I bring in the day as the day starts to begin. I just watch the day coming together. Silence, nothing else. No phone, no nothing, silence, cup of tea. Then I get out of my bed, then I go to my Zen Den. So I'm in my Zen Den now. So then my Zen Den tends to go, I use Insight Timer. I've used Insight Timer for years. I tend to go into a 20-minute deep uh, breathwork Zen meditation. And it depends, but over 80% of the time, it's just the breath, working with the breath. So I, I like I like the Zen meditation, which is just counting to 10, which is in for one, out for two, in for three, out for four, and so on and so forth. Mm. You know, and the thing you've got to go gentle with yourself, you know, the monkey mind likes to talk. It takes a bit of time to settle down. Just mm -hmm. they call it, I think it's in um, Mindfulness Made Simple by Ollie Doyle. He, gets, he gives a great example. He says, you know, it's, it's leaving and returning. So let the mind will leave, but then return to the breath. Don't go, oh, I can't calm down. I can't meditate. I can't do it. Just smile. Have fun with it, man. Just have fun with it. So even yep. I've been doing this for 10, 15 years, and even now I just giggle to myself. I, I just think, this is so funny. They're like clouds. They come and they go, and it's just great. So 20 minutes of that. Then I will come out of that maybe, you know, 10 minutes yoga, a bit of stretching, Get, a, get them body moving so it's starting to wake up. So giving something back to the body, you know, so some nice stretching with yoga, sun salutations, that sort of thing. Then I go into about five, 10 minutes affirmation work. So one of the things I would like to say to your audience, which is very big to me, which I will come back to this after I've shared my morning practice, is the importance of not criticizing yourself. So I teach this to kids as well. So one of the affirmations I teach children, which is one of my favorite, is I'm always doing my best until I find a better way of doing things. Hmm. I'm always doing my best until I find a better way of doing things. 
Another one is because I work with so many amazing influencers like yourself who want to make a difference to the planet is I work in creative collaboration with smart, inspiring people who contribute to the healing of the world. Wow. So I'm manifesting those words. I'm choosing them words or I'll change them. You know, if I'm working in education or, you know, I work in creative collaboration with smart, inspiring people who contribute to the healing of the world. Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. So those are them sort of them affirmations. And as we know, those thoughts trigger an emotion. They trigger energy. So they make you feel good. So then after that, I come, I start to go into my gratitude. You know, I'm grateful for my health. I'd always tend to start with my health because your health is your wealth fact <laughs> you know yeah. your health yeah. is your wealth you've got to start yeah. with keeping yourself optimum then i'll give thanks for water clothes my zen den my kids my job you know my creative ability to make a difference i'm grateful for kindness it it just keep going i'm i am it's the power of the i am power of the i am then i will come out of that practice i will do five ten minutes uh, happy tapping or emotional freedom and i will do tapping i'll just ask myself how am i feeling right now so I might feel tired because I give a lot and I'm of service. So I might say, you know, even though I feel tired, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. Even though I feel tired, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. And then I'll go into the emotion, you know, I'm feeling tired. You know, it's okay to feel tired. I'll start tapping on the meridians. And then I tend to finish with just a bit of breath work and always the journal. So the journal, I empty the, the computer then, I put it in bit of reflective practice and that is a normal morning routine for me that's average two hours it's changed this week like I said because I've gone into the 4 four thirty routine this week but I have been tired this week but I just need to keep going <laughs> but back to the right, criticism I need to I need to say that to your listeners so that is yeah please you said something at the beginning of the talk which made my ears prick up when you asked me about um those dark times I'd like to just go back over that for some of your listeners and it's really yeah, important please. that we talk about this because there's been um so many people globally have been uh, struggling with their mental health and well-being uh, yeah. since um, everything that's been going on with the, the pandemic and the COVID. So, you know, I remember back in 2008, I heard a voice in my head saying, come on, why don't you just do it? That voice was basically telling me to kill myself. And it freaked me out. I was like, what? And I remember, like, I stood in my tracks and I, I heard it loud and clear. And I went, I just started screaming really loud. No, no. And then I shouted, you know, I'm not going back to a life of crime. I, I, I want to be a good father. I, I want to work hard and be a good role model. You know, I was like, no, no. But I heard the voice. I heard it. Now, unfortunately, a lot of people hear that voice, don't they? Whether it's the ego or whatever metaphor you want to give it. And yep. I think what I'd like to say to a lot of your listeners is, um, you know, self-love is so important, man. And if anybody's, you know, struggling with any type of critical self-talk, and we all have, I like to call it stuff. So I don't like to give it a meaning. I call it stuff. So I have stuff, you have stuff, Justin. We all mm -hmm. have stuff. But whatever your stuff is, and a lot of it does come from childhood. So we all have some sort of childhood, you know, trauma in our life. Or they might have been not so long ago past trauma. It's to always speak to someone. Speak to someone who you've got a good relationship with, someone who you can trust, you know, who you can show your vulnerable side to. And just say, look, this is me. This is who I am, you know, and, and cry. And, and, and I think it's important for men as well, you know, to have a good, I love to have a good cry. Yeah, I love yes. to have a good cry, man. It's just, yes. it's just to get that off your chest. But if it's just anybody, you know, we are blessed as a species, 
it's a phenomenon how we cry, you know, with emotion. It's a phenomenon how we cry with happiness, sadness. So we have to embrace that as a beautiful thing, man. You know, yeah. it's like it's such a beautiful thing to release tears and that emotion when we've got all that, you know, all that bottled up inside. So I just like to say to your listeners, that's number one. Number two is we've got to learn. This is my important rule that I teach so many children and good, you know, amazing teachers in school is stop all criticism. We need to stop criticizing ourselves. We need to stop criticizing the news, criticizing our neighbors, criticizing people in other countries. We've got to catch ourselves. So let's catch ourselves first when we're saying, when we're criticizing ourselves, like, oh, I'm too fat, you know, oh, I've not got enough money in the bank. I'll never be good. You know, oh, I need to, I need a bigger house. I'll never be rich. Stop it. Catch yourself, catch yourself saying that and then reframe that. Find an affirmation that works for you. So, for example, um, you know, if it, I feel ugly, I feel fat. Well, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. I am beautiful inside and out. I deeply and completely love and accept myself. I'm a beautiful, kind human being inside and out. And we do it. We do the. We do it, man. It's like when we was in school doing our times tables. Two times two is four. You've got to keep that repetition, man, going with your affirmations. Mm -hmm. And and so criticism is is so important to have an awareness round because we attack ourselves. And let's face it, we can be our own worst enemies and I, I do you know it's just come to mind justin what's that quote by kanye west where he says um he says um we're at war with terrorism we're at war with this we're at war with that but most of all we're at war with ourselves, ourselves. Mm -hmm. bang kanye was onto it man he's onto <laughs> it well john i just i love the person that you are and the message that you're you're pushing out it's just it's really beautiful and criticizing and judgment of ourselves I feel like it's like a plague that has taken over um, this world. And also, not only right inward, like you just mentioned too, we also do it outward. We are judging people all the time. Yeah. And it does nothing good for anybody. When you're judging someone else, you're not in a good state at all. No. You're very low vibrational. You're, you're kind of down. You're not in a, in a place of joy and happiness and peace and love at all. You're literally on the exact opposite side of that. Mm -hmm. So... That's something too that I, I really try to uh, a message to um, just be transparent about as much as possible uh, with spread love movement is the idea of let's judge ourselves never. I understand never maybe sounds a little bit overwhelming at first, but just work on that every day. And like John said, try to just catch yourself in those moments when you're having those negative thoughts either about yourself or that judgmental criticizing thought about somebody else. Have the awareness, realize it's happening. Don't beat yourself up for it happening because that, that we're going again in the opposite direction that we want to go. So just understand, accept yourself, understand that it is okay in this moment, but then actively try to change your thought into something else. And I love that when you have a negative thought about yourself, having the thought that like, I love myself unconditionally. Yeah. I am beautiful on the inside and out. Yeah. Yeah, those affirmations can be so powerful. As you were saying them, I was literally closing my eyes and, and saying them to myself. And I just felt so much better. I felt great with that as well. And that is the power of us. We are such powerful beings that we are able to change our emotional state with a change of thought. 
And everybody, I, I listen, I know this might not be the easiest thing and that's, and that's okay. And myself too, this is something that I'm always working on as well, just to be really transparent. I have judgmental thoughts about myself. I have judgmental thoughts about other people, but it is something that through meditation has helped me bring my awareness more inward. And it's helped me understand and be aware when I am doing those things so I can at least have the option and the choice to consciously choose something different. You have to be aware in order to do anything, in order to make any change. So it starts with that awareness. So even if you're just aware, again, and you're, and you're still doing it, you're judging yourself or somebody, first, just be grateful that you're aware because there's so much power in that in itself. Don't beat yourself up for being aware, but then still doing it. Be aware, be grateful that you are. And then in that awareness, that's where it really starts. And that's where you can take steps where every single time it keeps happening. But now that you're aware, you can start to change your thoughts. And when you start to do it, like John said, like in, in school, like two times two, it's just practicing, right? All this is just practice. So when you can constantly be practicing at it, you are naturally just going to get better. It's just logical. It's just the way that it is. So don't don't judge yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Understand that you are now on this path to getting there and enjoy the ride. Be grateful that you're even there and that you're on the ride. And, and as you do it more and as you practice more, it will come into fruition and you will start to judge yourself less. You're, you will start to judge other people less. And I can say that as an example. I do these things less now. And it took me time to get to this place. But I can't tell you how great it feels to judge myself less and also to judge other people less too. Because again, that's just negative energy and vibes that you're putting out, you're projecting into the world. And don't think that you don't matter. You matter. We all do. All the energy that we're pushing out is now hitting the next person. They're feeling that energy. It's going to the next person from there and there and there. So your energy matters. It does. Don't judge yourself. Love yourself as often as possible. And I think that's an amazing practice too. Every morning, maybe before you even catch yourself having these self-judgmental thoughts of yourself or the outward judgmental thoughts, have those affirmations in the morning where you're just practicing, where you say, I love myself unconditionally. I am beautiful on the inside and out. I am an amazing person. I can achieve anything I put my mind to. I am powerful. All of these things jump ahead of it before those, you know, those negative thoughts even come into your mind. I think that's, that's just such an awesome practice. And I appreciate you sharing that. It is. It's really important. And another thing that's coming to mind is you cannot be unhappy and grateful at the same time. So if you're feeling yes. happy, just say, what am I grateful for right now? Just say to yourself, what am I grateful for right now? Uh-huh. And your mind will say, Oh, I'm grateful for my donuts. <laughs> I'm grateful for like coffee. It'll just say something random, but there's so much to be grateful for. So you cannot be unhappy, you know, and grateful at the same time. Uh, Another one that steals our joy, which I tend to come up across a lot, and this is down to obviously social media, which is just the the darker side, is is comparison. You know, comparison is the thief of joy. You know, whoever's listening to this, you don't need to be anybody. You just need to be yourself. You're beautiful inside and out. You don't like to need to be like John McGee. You don't need to be like Justin. Your Mm -hmm. uniqueness is you. You are unique. There is only one you. There's a big world out there and dreams to pursue, you know, out of this vast cosmos, this universe, you know, all them stars in the sky, you know, there's only one of you, one. That's what makes you unique. And we've Mm -hmm. got to celebrate that. You know, we don't need to look out there and say, oh, I don't look like Kim Kardashian or I don't look like him. (laughs) I don't know, but you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? You don't need to compare yourself to anybody else, you know, just, you know, just, 
love yourself be kind to yourself and you know mm -hmm. it's, um, it's towards that integral vision you know looking within it's you know you know back to you know so many great people have walked this path you know the buddha you know jesus dr wayne dion you know jesus mm -hmm. says again i bring jesus up again quote jesus he said didn't he see ye first the kingdom what's he saying that isn't some like big palace on a hill he's saying the kingdom is you he's within you dude get in there man have a look around there's many rooms within my father's house get in there and have a look open oh, some doors my. have a do a bit of dust cleaning <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh everything changes when we can just truly love ourselves and judge ourselves less your life will will totally change and it's really in those moments where you're down and you can, you know, you're sad or upset and you can change that thought and just think about something that you're grateful for. You can feel your energy shift. It is a wild experience because you're down, you're down and you're just feeling crappy. And then it's like, okay, well, I'm grateful that I have an incredible fiance and we're going to be married soon. I'm grateful that I have an awesome brother. I have a great family. I'm grateful that I live in Florida and it's beautiful outside right now. I'm grateful for this opportunity to talk to John and learn and be able to spread this message. There's just so many things for us to be grateful for. And when you can just do that shift, you will feel your energy shift. And it is just, it's such a powerful experience. It's unreal. Yeah. Wow. My man, John. Wow. Um, with all the work that you're doing in life, spreading all this kindness, you know, and you've had such a shift from, I, I love that you've had such a shift from a prior life into this one. It was like you were reborn and now you are fulfilling your soul's purpose. It's wild to me. So with all the work that you're doing overall, John, what are you really trying to create? What do you feel like your purpose in this life is? I think my purpose is just to help people become more aware of why kindness matters, you know, that because there's an opportunity every single day to be kind and, you know, nothing bad comes from being kind. You know, it changes the giver, it changes the receiver and it changes the whole environment, so many different communities. And here's the thing, it doesn't cost a thing. So with my legacy, you know, when I take my last breath, you know, I like people to look back on my life and read the books and laugh at some of the journeys. And, you know, so mine is just to just to leave a legacy to help people understand that as human beings, you know, when we're unified with, with kindness, there's there's just magical things that can happen. And, and I've witnessed it in my life. So I'll just continue to, you know, you know, talk my talk and walk my walk. And, um, you know, I meet, you know, amazing human beings like yourself who I'm really grateful for to have in my life. And, and I'll just keep, that's what I'll do. I'll just keep taking one day at a time uh, because that's all we get. We only get one day at a time. Uh, we tend to forget that, don't we? We think we're going to get tomorrow. No, we need to give thanks each day because we only get yes. one day at a time. That's all we get. Uh -huh. And that's mm -hmm. reality. Um, so, yeah, so my for me, I think it's, um, I'm coming up to that milestone soon i'll be coming up to 50 i know i don't look it i did once and um so yeah i was 48 this year and yeah it's it's happening now i'm going to be writing more books i'll be i'll be putting half of my year away you know wayne's a great role model of mine and i feel him in spirit dr wayne dyer and i will write at least 20 odd books which i will leave behind in my legacy 
which will make so much of a difference. And I think I'm, I'm very blessed to have technology to be able to, you know, I'm, I'm based in the UK or over in Florida. There's so much good to, you know, so I can leave videos, audio books the, you know, it's just endless. It's eternal, isn't it? Let's be honest. It because kindness is going to be around forever. So who knows, maybe in 5,000 years time, they'll be listening to this interview going, wow, can you believe this is 50,000 years ago? Justin and John were talking about this, Janizel, 5,000 years ago, dog. They were actually on this thing. It used to be called Zoom and we had a video. Now we just watch it on our hand or something. Yeah. Because it's timeless. You know, love, love, you know, love, you know, kindness, gratitude, uh, service, charity, you know, compassion, empathy all these things that they're eternal they are mm-hmm. eternal they are always going to be here you know so mm-hmm. when we live um a life of service um those things are always going to be eternal so it's really important that we you know we 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 leave that behind for the future generations that are going to walk this path that i'm sort mm-hmm. of paying it forward if you will that's what i'm doing i'm paying it forward what an awesome way to look at it, really. Wow, you're paying it forward for the next generations, the younger generations, the people who are going to come after we are both long and gone. Wow, John, so true to be able to leave those little bits of just great energy and love and kindness and those teachings for people to hopefully just be able to grasp and, and to have and to be a part of. Yeah, so that's your book, Kindness Matters. I had to get this in, man. I nearly forgot. I had to have a little bit of a self-promo. Yes, please. Yeah, obviously, it's so important to me is this book because it not only changes the reader's life and puts more kindness into their life, but it also Mm -hmm. puts a lot of kindness back into other people's lives. Um, And I'll make sure you get a signed copy of this, brother. Um, oh my gosh so yeah it's actually available on audible now is kindness matters so we've been in we was in the studio before christmas so kindness matters is on amazon um it's it's the book version the kindle version and now you get to go to bed with john mcgee you can listen to me <laughs> in bed <laughs> you know whatever yes. fancy is you know and you know let's and, and and it's like everybody that takes the 30-day challenge you know we talked early on in the interview about you know energy flows where attention goes that was the all aim of designing the 30 day challenge because you start to become more consciously aware where you can see more opportunities to be kind. You know, I like to believe that everybody is kind every day, you know, whether it's to human beings, pets, the environment, what happens when you embark on the 30 day challenge is you start to become more consciously aware of opportunities. And then you write in the journal, which is in the book, you know, what did I do for myself? What did I do for somebody else? What did I do for the environment? You gauge yourself from one to 10, you know, what acts of kindness could I have done today, but I didn't, you know, did I run through that door? Did I not open the door when I know I could? So that's reflection. Uh-huh. And and it's everybody, it's, I love reading messages that I get back from people on social saying, hey, John, you're right, after day 21, this happened. You're right, it takes 21 days to break, create or break a new habit, you know, which I talk mm-hmm. about in the book. So it's mm-hmm. lovely to hear people's different experiences. But the good news is, is is how much kindness it brings into their life and then it becomes ingrained in them it becomes part of their daily lifestyle which is just mega that transforms your life when it it can seep into your subconscious and it's just who you are now wow wow I, i can't wait to check out your book kindness matters if you want to bring more kindness into your life have yourself be vibrating 
on a higher level, it is beneficial for you. Put yourself in that better state of mind. Please check out John's book. I cannot wait to check it out. This is going to be great. I can use more kindness in my life too. I mean, who who couldn't? Same so here, I'd man. love to check it out. Same right? Every Literally every single person, the happiest person in the entire world could always use more kindness. Mm -hmm. So cool. John, I just have so much love for you, man. I, I appreciate you, who you are, your energy, what you are doing for this world. Um, one of the biggest goals of myself in this life and of Spread Love Movement is to help shift the collective consciousness of the planet to this more peaceful, loving, kind place. A place where we judge ourselves less or not at all. And a place where we feel more connected and more one with each other. And I love that you are, you're doing that, you know, and, and it's so, yeah, it's so inspiring when I see someone like you and the work that you're doing, it inspires me and elevates me to another level of my vision and where I want to get to. It just, it's like a rush of energy of knowing that I'm not in this alone. Of course I'm not. There's so many people out there who are also doing this and just bringing that into my awareness. Someone as amazing as you just feels incredible. So Thank you for being a massive part of that, of creating that shift. Yeah. And um, thank you for your thank you. You know, that's, um, I'm very grateful to be of service to you and your, you know, your spread love movements. It's just, it's amazing, man. It's, we're so blessed, aren't we, to collaborate together with kindness and, and just, you know, be of service. And there's this, you know, I have a saying, you know, what you do comes back to you. And I won't have anybody tell me any different. You know, it's like when you do an act of kindness, whether you like it or not, it's coming back to you. And I've experienced it so many times and it comes back in many shapes, sizes and disguises. And here's the other thing, when you least of all expect it, <laughs> so what you do comes back to you. So be very mindful of what you say, what you do or how you behave, because we live in a reciprocal universe. You know, you know, I think it was, was it the poet Hafiz? Yeah, the poet Hafiz said, um, even after all this time, the sun never says to the earth, yes. you owe me. Uh -huh. Imagine what a love like that can do. Yes. It lights up the whole sky. Oh, wow. I heard, I heard that. As you said, uh, oh, my gosh. That was in, uh, well, I think it was in Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life. I think it was in... That book, I'm sure it's existed other places totally, but I'm almost positive that was the first time I heard it. And I was literally living in San Diego. I can remember this very well. I was living in San Diego at the time. I was walking along the beach, chilling, being in this place of just openness and peace and hearing that like exploded my mind. It's like, right, the sun never, never says, you know what, Earth? Nah, I'm not feeling you today. You haven't reciprocated the love and the light that I've given you, so I'm not going to give it to you right now. Like, And if we could all come from that simple, simple place of being and just have unconditional love for each other in that similar way, it's unreal. Wow. Yeah, it, I, yeah it's powerful. And that's what I said, you know, when we have an attitude that I live to give, just imagine if everybody woke up every morning with an attitude of, you know, how can I be of service today? I want to live to give, you know, as we both wow. know, you know, there's more happiness in giving than receiving, you know, mm -hmm. so we just, you know, we just keep giving, we just keep giving. Yes. And I know some people say, John, but you know, do you not think that some people take your kindness as a weakness? And I say, no, do you know why? Because I see kindness as a strength. 
yes. not as a weakness because absolutely being kind to unkind people is a strength. Yes. Because anybody can go and give them both barrels, uh -huh. but you just go, okay, okay. If that's your opinion, okay, okay. Yep. I feel the same, the exact same way. I, the exact same thing. It is so much easier when someone um, comes at you with hate or judgment. It's so easy to come right back at them with the same exact thing. It's like the easiest thing ever. It is. It, it does. It takes strength to sit there and then look at them with love and come back to them with love and with kindness. It is much, much, much more harder to do that than the other. Yes. What's that saying? Never, that you... that say? never wrestle with a pig because they're good at it. <laughs> and you only get <laughs> you only get as dirty as the pig. <laughs> uh... <laughs> and I'm not oh calling anybody pigs, but you know the metaphor is, you know, don't yes. go to that level. Don't keep your energy up here, man. Yes. Keep your energy up here and just set yourself. I'm really grateful that I've got an awareness that I'm feeling this energy inside me, but I'm gonna stay present, man. And I'm just mm -hmm. gonna, you know, I'm just gonna forgive them, man. And just love it. You know, it is love it is challenging sometimes, but yeah. that's when we're learning and growing. And then, you know, going off and giving yourself a pat on the back and saying, you know, I'm really grateful I did not rise to that that negative situation. I'm really grateful yep. that I'm getting stronger in each time I have these encounters. Thank you. Thank you. Set to yourself. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, really feel it. Mm -hmm. Ramp up that energy, man. Boom. <laughs> yes. And something, don't let, you know, this is something that I used to let people do. I let people dictate how I responded to them. And if somebody was mean to me, I was like, all right, well, you're mean to me, so I'm going to be mean back to you. Everyone out there, don't let someone else's energy and their attitude dictate you because you're giving them the control. You're saying, well, there's nothing I can do. This person acted this way towards me. So literally, there's, there's not one thing I can do. I just now, I'm going to act that way back towards them. You're, you're giving up your power. We've all, we've all your... heard the quotes, haven't we? You know, kill them with kindness. You know what I say? <laughs> if you can't kill them with smileless, <laughs> if you can't kill them with kindness, bury them with a smile. Love it. <laughs> just smile, smile away, yes. boys. Just when they go, rrr, rrr, just go. Okay, yeah, okay, I'm sorry. And that, that's yeah. it. Keep your powder dry. Just smile, because nobody yep. can take our our inner peace or our 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 power. We give it away. We give it away, right. and we've got to yes. hold that power. We've got to stay centered in that every time. Oh. And it is it is challenging, but it is achievable. Mm -hmm. It is achievable. So beautiful. We give it away, right? And yeah, understand man. We that. We give that, it away. Yeah. We do. And then, you know, two wrongs don't make it right. Right. You know, how many times have we all done it? I've, I know I've done it numerous of times, you know, you know, many years ago. Um, two wrongs just never makes it right. You know, you're just mm -hmm. giving all your power away. It's all that energy. And, you know, what you do comes back to you. So nothing, nothing good comes from it. You know, it's, uh, it's reciprocal. Exactly. What you do comes back to you. It's, it yep. always comes full circle. You can't, mm -hmm. you can't escape it. You can't escape your thoughts. You can't escape your words and you can't escape your actions. They all come yep. back to you. So it's quite simple. Change your thoughts, change your life, choices, affirmation, mm -hmm. gratitude. That will change your emotional state of being. That will yep. change your behavior. Your behavior will dictate your actions. That's life. And then what that was, that is what will come back to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's in, in those moments too. It's like what you give out comes right back to you. It's so instant because 
when someone's again being mean or rude or putting you down or whatever, and you respond back in that way, instantly they're gonna respond again right back. So it's literally exactly what you are giving to the universe instantly comes right back to you. And for everybody in life right now, if there's something you feel like you're lacking, if you're lacking kind people in your life or you're lacking a sense of love, give those things out. Love more often. Be kinder to everyone around you. Take those first steps. The things that you feel like you were lacking, really push those out. Give that to the universe because like John said, those things will then come back to you. I cannot explain the love I've now felt in my life because of the love that I've given out uh, and a huge advocate for cracking my heart open and helping me see this beauty of life and love is my fiance. And since being with her, I it's I wish everyone could jump into my consciousness consciousness right now and understand what I'm trying to convey in words because I'm not really able to. But in this opening of my heart and with spread love movement, in these sorts of conversations, in giving so much love, I have received an immense, bountiful amount of love coming back into my life. And I've now realized through that process, it's like, wow, it starts with me. It starts because I'm giving this love to people. And it's just what is now coming back into my life. So just, I, I love everyone out there. We, uh, so much love for all of you. Me and John just want you to be happy and to feel good as often as you can. And again, those things that you're lacking in life, please give those first and just watch the miracle of them coming back to you. Yeah. Well, yeah. Wow. That's beautiful, Justin. That's, mm. that's lovely. Thank you mm. for sharing. Oh my, thank you so much for being here. Wow. This has been incredible. I am, I'm just so grateful to have connected with you. You're someone who, again, I, I've looked up to you for a little while now in what you're doing. And it's, you know, the things that you're doing right now are the goals that I have in my mind. So thank you for the inspiration. Uh, if John, you could just let everybody know just where to find you, Twitter, Instagram, social media, uh, any other books that you might have uh, besides Kindness Matters, uh, just anything so people can uh, become more aware of you and bring your beautiful mind into their life a little bit more. Yeah, they can visit um, www.kindnessmatters.co.uk or they can visit www.thekindnesscoach.me or .me. Um, my books on uh, Amazon, uh, my books, I've got a couple of books. I've also got Taking It to the Door, which I donated to the hospice. Um, yeah, and connect with me on Twitter. You know, I'm very proactive on Twitter. Um, you know, I'm on Instagram. But if you visit the website, all the links are on there. And it'd just be great to, to share this journey and just hit me up with a DM if you've heard this interview, you know, and support. It'd be really, it mean a lot to me if you can, you know, support Justin and the Spread Love Movement you know, and, and, and just, you know, your vibe attracts your tribe, you know, so mm. just be very mindful of what content you're looking at each day, you know, garbage in, garbage out, nah, good stuff in, good stuff out, you know, so check nice. out, you know, people like Justin and other people that resonate with you and raise your vibration. And yet, you know, together, everyone achieves more. So let's just do it together, man. Let's, let's just be, you know, human beings, human you know doing the good stuff yeah that's what we need to do man that's what it's all about if we all make that conscious choice to just really be kinder to each other mm. imagine if everybody in this moment embraced that idea like that i'm gonna be kinder i'm gonna 
show more love to myself and to others. Mm. That 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 is literally what will create that consciousness shift that me and John are, mm-hmm. are I feel like just so passionate about. Yeah. John, again, thank you so so much. <laughs> for being here. This was a a brilliant conversation. I learned, I grew. I hope everybody out there listening uh, feels the same way. Um, And everyone out there too, just thank you again for being here and being present uh, with myself and John. We love you. We appreciate you. We want nothing but goodness for you all. So thank you everybody. And thank you again, John. Thank you for your kindness.